everyone doing today? I hope you're having a great day. Working hard and staying safe and trying as much as possible to be positive. That's the most important thing. Today, I want to talk about abusive marriage or relationship. Whose fault is it? The man's or the woman's? Let's find out. Real quick, I'm going to make this as quick as possible, but I cannot guarantee it's going to be short. But one thing I can guarantee you is it's going to be very thoughtful. Here we go. Okay, welcome back. Let's dig in. Are you in an abusive marriage relationship? Why are you still in it? And what do you think is going to come out of it? Regardless of the cause. Okay? So, in my opinion, the often almost common cause of abuse in a relationship is an intimidated husband who has a big, huge load of inferiority complex. And maybe his ego is way out of the roof. It might not even be the guys. It might be the woman. Who knows? But just to be honest, when a woman complains about an abuse in the marriage, she might actually be the giver. But in most cases, it's the men. Because men have, they have this arrogance that comes with their gene. They feel like they're superior. Well, not all. Okay, disclaimer. I'm not talking about all men, all women, or all marriages and all relationships. I'm not. This is just a little fraction to what could be going on around us. Alright? So back to what I was saying. It's commonly known that the woman is the abused one in the marriage. And it could be for whatever reason. So here are the most common reasons. One is the man feels entitled. Two, he's very egoistic. He's he has a fairly complex and he's um quite dominating he's um been abused in the past grew up in um what's it called uh the dysfunctional home and many other reasons can lead to being a bad spouse okay but let me let me take them as much as i can remember them let's take note here whatever i say is unscripted it's not written out anywhere so i would talk a lot from my mind and it might not really be in the order in which you want to hear them professionally but the whole point of this podcast is my thoughts i'm not trying to be professional be scripted i'm not trying to write a book or create a blog over here i'm just letting my thoughts out because i have too many of them in my head okay let's go Welcome back. So I'm going to be going in depth about abusive relationship and marriages, and um, it's a very broad topic. I will try to streamline it as much as I can, and try to give as much details as I could. So come along with me. So here's my take on abusive relationships or marriages. Let's start from relationship to marriage. If you have a spouse that yells at you or snaps at you, whether in public or in private, right? In dating, you're still in the dating phase. What do you think will happen in that marriage when you eventually marry the same person? I'll tell you. He'll abuse you, either physically, emotionally, or both. So the thing is, 
when women eventually now get married i was born in nigeria where you have to stick it out you have to you know your husband is this is that you just have to be patient and work it out through it all because we're supposed to do it for the children and i have never really agreed with that i don't know who came up with all of that that you have to stick it out yes you can try and be patient and try to work things out but there's some levels to abuse that you cannot you should not tolerate especially for the sake of your children here is a perfect example you have a boyfriend he yells at you here and there or snaps at you for whatever reason he got mad about right then you marry him eventually you people now become a couple and beautiful marriages have issues like there are going to be certain times you just cannot stand your partner maybe they just did something you just thought man this is ridiculous or you feel like why are you not understanding me it could be either of both right what do you now think would happen in a marriage where you already started abusing each other in dating phase you are going to tear each other apart so why would you think that it's okay for this person to talk to you in a certain way in the phase where you're supposed to be getting to know each other and for some strange reason you think in marriage it will be a lot better like they're going to change things are going to improve and they're going to be better people no it's not going to work out that way i feel in my own words if you have animalistic behavior in dating marriage in dating relationships by the time you get to marriage it will only get worse because at this point you have both sworn an oath to be together through it all right so why would you allow it in dating and you think okay it's gonna be gone during marriage it's not gonna happen so when women tell me oh my husband did this he did that he hit me whatever he made me feel lesser than myself I asked them did he start doing after you guys got married and they, they tell me yes and I tell them no it did not start when you guys got married it started when you guys were dating you cannot hit me in a relationship and I'll marry you it doesn't work it doesn't work out that way and if you feel like you have to marry this person you have to go with full knowledge of what you're getting yourself involved in if you're not ready for it auntie uncle marriage is not by force at least not to that very person you might think oh I'm too old to start all over again would you rather not take the risk of starting all over again and being happy than for certain stay with this person and be unhappy because here's what's gonna happen you're going to raise kids most likely you'll raise raise a daughter that will feel like it's okay to be abused in marriage or you would raise a son that you're telling it's okay to abuse people and vice versa so you have to in marriage you're doing the way you live your life is not only because of you you're making sure that what your children pick up along the way is what you want to stick with them so if you're going to do anything for your kids at all like okay this whole marriage thing with this particular person is falling apart if you're going to make a decision for the sake of your kids let that decision be the decision to leave 
because you have to teach your daughters that they deserve respect they deserve to be respected to be treated like queens and you have to raise your sons never ever to lay a finger on a female it's most common that men are the abusers very rare cases or instances would you find the women being the abuser because when it comes to physical abuse you have to build someone that can actually handle you and women are well often known to be less um as compared to men they're not as strong we're just built that way unless you have a way of redeveloping yourself where you can now physically stand and fight with a man and that is an extreme case if you ask me so you have a son you're teaching your son never lay a finger on a woman instead just walk away just keep walking hold your peace hold your breath just go right make a decision this woman is not healthy for me she's too toxic for me a woman that stresses you out to the point that you're driven to anger constantly is not someone you want to be with you have to teach your sons that and before you're able to teach it to your son you should have been taught the same thing but if your parents stuck it out in an abusive marriage how will you be able to teach your son or your daughters to walk away we have to start setting a good precedent if we want to um, have a balance in this life you cannot continue what our parents did their time is different from our time in their times things were okay because of the kind of um, um, how do I put it the kind of environment they grew up in they didn't have internet back then or if they did it was just new unlike now where most of everything that we do is involved is, is evolved around internet which connects us across the globe like all countries all races all ages are all connected we can find a platform to which we all coexist right so if you're going to expose your children to anything that has to do with dealing with other people teaching them individual differences you have to also teach them how to value themselves and you have to know that for yourself I was in a group chat the other day and some women were telling me oh yeah sometimes it's not the fault of the man that hit the woman it's the woman that provoked him um hello can we back up a little bit provoked who you cannot provoke me for what I do not have the tendency of doing if you're able to provoke me to the point of hitting you it's because I have the instinct in the first place the ability to even consider the thought of laying my fingers on someone else that's the only way you can get it out of me so you see you cannot give you cannot exhibit a characteristic that you do not possess and one of the ways to which you can you can say point blank oh I'm not gonna hit someone is because you have developed yourself either your parents helped you get to that point or you did a personal you know development for yourself to get there like well I would never hit anybody male or female I'll just learn to walk away I'll learn to use my words I'll learn to practice my inner peace and hold my calmness and hold my tongue and try to have my reaction under control that is the kind of person you want to raise your kids as and that's the kind of person you want to be by yourself for yourself okay don't teach them to stick it out no it's not okay and I asked on the same group chat my male friends so 
what do you think your spouse could do that will make you hit them? All the men on the group said, um, I cannot think of anything. Sonia suggested, what if you found out that all your kids are not yours? Well, it still doesn't warrant you hitting your partner. You should be furious. You'll be disappointed, sad, broken, damaged, crushed, everything that you can be. But how do you now come up with the physical strength to hit a woman because the kids are not yours? It doesn't solve anything. The one punishment you can give her is to leave her with the kids. But being a parent to a child is not about the biological factor of it. It's about your heart. So you see, it doesn't warrant hitting your spouse in the first place, regardless of the situation. And then someone said, oh, if my if they were able to hit their spouse, you think you, they're going to sit on group chat? Of course, they're not going to sit on group chat. But at least in their minds, they know I've asked the questions. And in their hearts, they know what the true answer is. Whether the one they give to me or the one that's inside their minds, that's up to them. Women, men, do not make excuse for anybody and say, Oh, it's because of what I did to this person. That's where they got mad to the point where they hit me. No matter the situation, it's not okay. If you have your legs, walk away. If it's on the phone, where you guys are having like a conversation, text, a phone call, whatever, disconnect that conversation and if possible, block these people. They are not healthy for you, for your, for your, for your mental health. They are bad. They are like poison that you are purposely drinking because you feel like, hey, I'm thirsty. No. No, no, no. And if you have a spouse where he or she is so quiet, you cannot really tell how they would react in anger. You can test them. I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word provocation because it's too big a word to use. But you can just tease them a little bit. You know, maybe for example, they don't like their clothes on the floor and you've been dating them for a year. You're trying to find out how do you react in anger? It's very important that we know how our, how our spouses react in anger. It's really important because let me tell you something. No matter how beautiful your relationship is, anger will happen one day. Fight will happen one day. You want to be ready for it. You know, do something. Leave a dish in the sink. You know, pick up their phone. Just because you want a reaction, not because you want to see who they are talking to. Okay? And be, make sure that as soon as you get that reaction, let them know, hey, I'm so sorry, I was just playing with you. I, it's no big deal. But at least you've seen them angry. You've seen how they treat anger. If they're not in control of their emotions, that's what you want to find out. So that when they have now displayed displeasure at, about what you did, you cannot know and say, oh, well, this person is a quiet one when they're mad. This person is a talker. They use all the vulgar languages you can think of. Or this person just throws cups around and, you know, kicks stuff. Now you know how to handle it. And right then, then you make a decision. Um, I don't want to be with this person because there are two kinds of people in a relationship. One is the predictable ones where you can, you know where they tick, right? And the other ones where they're so quiet, 
it's almost uncomfortable not because they're perfect it's just I don't know it's a personality thing and did you know that a man or woman that is fond of breaking stuff when they're upset one day they'll break your face when they are tired of phones to throw around they are they've run out of cups to break they run out of shoes to throw it is your face they will throw one day it is your bones your arms your legs they will break one day it's just a matter of time oh they love me oh I love them let me tell you love would not be enough when you're in pain and the same way you don't want someone to cause you pain is the exact same way you don't want to cause anybody pain okay it's really important for you to know that as a fact you do not want to cause anybody pain okay if you want to if you're able to hear any other sound other than my voice it's because we have um i have people working construction around me so please ignore let's just have fun you do not want to cause anybody pain if you feel like this person i'm not good for them and that is something you need to be honest with yourself and say this person is not happy around me let them go there's always someone that would like you just as you are because of how you are okay let them go it's not by force for you to be with one person don't be selfish it's just a matter of time one day they're gonna snap out of it and say you know what this person has made me so unhappy I'm on my way out and at, the, at that point you're like oh I wasted my time yes you did on purpose and don't be shocked about people that hit you you saw the signs you ignored it you excused it you pardoned it it only get worse so don't not come up come up and say oh I can't believe he's doing this to me you better believe it because when the signs were ongoing you looked at it and you looked away okay to be to people what you want them to be to you there's no reason why a woman should ever hit a man who raised you there's no reason why a man should ever hit a woman who are you what are you why are you thinking it's okay to attack a defenseless person does it just hurt that much to walk away how does it make you feel to lay a finger on somebody else of course you don't want anyone to lay a finger on you so why do it there's no fun in it if you feel like punching something go for therapy or go to a gym go punch something else you need to have self-control you cannot control how people treat you you cannot control how what people say to you however one thing you can control is your reaction to what they have done it's never okay and the way you can hear it from me preach it and as you're able to preach it practice it this life is so uncomplicated but conveniently we have made it so complicated like the girls in the group are telling me oh yeah if my husband ever hit me I'll stay for the sake of the kids oh well you just damaged your kids a lot more look at that poor children now you've exposed them to a world of physical abuse why 
because you don't want to walk away. You're, you're using the kids as an excuse. No, it's be, don't, don't use them as an excuse. You don't want to walk away because you do not have a plan B. It's that you don't have the education to put into work or you don't have money saved up anywhere. Oh, me and my husband, we're 100% transparent. So therefore, all our accounts are joint accounts. Yeah, forgetting that the person you're married to is an imperfect human. One day they can snap for whatever reason. One day they might not be available for you the way you need them to be available. So you have to think about yourself and think about your kids and say, you know what? They need, a, they need some space. I'm going to take a break. When everyone has settled down, now we can come back together. How do you not have your own personal savings for emergencies? When you have emergency savings for, fa- for the family as one, you should also have emergency savings for yourself in case. Just about in case anything comes up and you're thinking, oh wow, I got a bounce. Have money saved. Have a qualification you can put to work. Or have a business. Do something. Most women have stayed in abusive relationships because they have nothing at all in their name. They have nothing to fall back on. Why can't you plan for the future? Why can't you think ahead? If you remember this person is not perfect, one day they're going to fail you. You have to be able to stand by yourself, for yourself and your kids, while this other partner of yours is inadequate. They'll come around. They might come around. When in the interim of while they're acting up and all of that, you have to survive for yourself and your kids. The, The kids cannot just boom, be independent for themselves. You brought them. You have to prepare for them. And if that point in your marriage never happens where you have to temporarily move out or just, you know, where that point, good for you. After about 20, 25 years, the money you've saved for emergency in case my husband or my wife acts up, put in your kids' fund, their, their, their account. That's extra money for them. But don't ever be without nothing. We are human. Sometimes we fail ourselves. Some people are so disappointed in how they treated their partners and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know how to fix this. Let them go for therapy first. When they have fixed whatever is going on in their heads that make them think it's okay to hit you or take out their anger and their frustration on you, whenever they are done with all that phase, now they can come to you and start all over again. But don't wait it out. You might not survive it. Don't worry about you might leave a permanent dent in your kids' memory where they think it's okay. You don't want to do that because if there's ever any time in their life so they think it's okay to be hit or to hit people, you cannot fix that. Now you begin to carry abuse on from generations to generations because as they have learned it, they are going to teach their kids the same way. Be that person where you break away from the general norm of, oh, let me wait for the kids. I stay in the marriage for the kids. I stay unhappy for the kids. No, for the sake of the kids, go. Keep it moving. Okay? I'll be right back. <laughs>